you. Yes, welcome to the Cannabis Connection. I'm your host, Christopher Carr. Hope you had a beautiful week. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Santa Cruz Cannabis Talk Radio. My guest today is Dave Faulkner. He is the founder at Santa Cruz Mountaintops, and we're going to jump right in. Welcome to the show, Dave. All right. Great to be here, Chris. Thanks. Yeah, man. Thank you. Here, this. let me get this thing back on. There we go. Much better. Ah, oh, we're dialed in. So uh, give us a little bit of background. You've been here before. Can you say, uh, you, are you from Santa Cruz, or where are you from? Um, where are your roots? I was born in Santa Clara. Nice. And I uh, came to UCSC, and uh, like a lot of people, I just kind of stuck around. <laughs> it's, it's easy to stick around, man. Yeah. No, Santa Cruz is awesome. Yeah, super, super special spot, uh-huh. and uh, drawn to, you know, it's a way of life. I, I definitely believe Santa Cruz is a state of mind. It's a way of life. We're really lucky to be here. Oh, every, for sure. Yeah, every, every year. We have everything. We have everything. It's such a blessing, little, uh, you know, paradise on earth, man. And um, I love the, 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 so congratulations. Oh, thanks. First of all. Yeah. And this is a very exciting time. We just had the Emerald Cup is near and dear to my heart and it's traditionally been up in Santa Rosa Fairgrounds uh but this year they made this deliberate decision to go down south and um host this award show in in Southern California and I believe in Hollywood Woody Harrelson was was, right, was a, yeah that's right he was he was given an award a lifetime achievement award for his like advocacy and activism in in the cannabis space um, and traditionally that's been like, I think the name of the award is the Willie Nelson Lifetime Achievement Award. Uh, but here tonight we're, we had a lot of very special friends of the show, uh, recognized and I will shout out a few Emerald Spirit Botanicals, uh, Full Moon Farms, a lot of our past guests that have been on the show were, were recognized for their work and then I was very excited to see some local talent on the the printout that I was given through media, and uh, Santa Cruz Mountaintops. It's a big. It's a big. <laughs> it's nice to just see Santa Cruz on the list too. Right. Yes. And traditionally, we have been a big part of this um, story, this great cannabis community. And how did this flower? How did cannabis come into your life? Um. Well, you know, I. I've been using it off and on. Um, I started working with it in a business sense probably right after Prop 215, or I should say SB 420. That really yeah. kicked in the yeah. gray market, which was, as you know, I know you talk about it all the time, the glory days. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> um, I wish we could have kept some sort of semblance of that. Yeah. You know? Cause I there know. Was, there that was, was some really functional pieces, and there were some things that could have been regulated. And It was the model we should have followed. It was the model we should have followed. Yeah. I always was hoping we, we tried. Would. We tried. We really <laughs> tried. I know. I. The irony of this radio show is we really started in 2015 and documented. We really hit our stride when that campaign was happening, and that was a big topic. And I feel almost in retrospect... I was trying to be very neutral and trying to be very, mm. which is, you know, always good, not right. to be too political, not right. to be biased or, or heavy handed in, in the coverage. But there were some, yeah, and long story short, it's a very imperfect <laughs> uh, proposition that legalized calif- cannabis in California. And unfortunately, I think a lot of the, a, a lot of everywhere, the industry is looking at us as a cautionary tale of what not to do. Yeah. So, sorry to interrupt, but uh, yeah. So there was during those glory days, um, you kind of got yeah, into you know, the, the the business side. One, the the thing I studied at UCSC was agroecology, so I was really interested Excellent. in organic farming. Yeah, and uh, I did the sustainable agriculture program. Um, so you were working at the farm. I did my senior thesis at the farm. Yeah, nice. I worked a little bit. Um, uh, Soil microbiology, that was my topic. Fantastic. How <laughs> yeah. cool. So Those beneficials. After that, it was really hard to get a um, soil microbiology job. <laughs> <laughs> Just a bachelor's. So yeah. um, I started, I went back and filled in my education with some science classes, ended up working at Stanford Wow. in a genomics lab. How cool. So I have this 
organic agriculture Science. and a lab Background. experience. So I put those together and did some hydro. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and uh, today I make tinctures and mints, and it's really comfortable. I kind of treat it as a lab. It's very. There you go. The dilutions have to be perfect, and you know everything has to be perfect. But there's still that. Um, I like to keep that organic agriculture vibe happening. I try to source um, from good farms and. Nice. Um. But, yeah, so I started doing it as a hobby, you know, great market business, bring a duffel bag to the dispensary yeah, and yeah. <laughs> come back with a white bag full of cash. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah, those were the easy, easier times, yeah. uh, simpler times, right? Um, but so you time. cultivated, too. So I did, yeah. I started yeah. as a cultivator. Of course. Um, I did win kind of the source the, of everything. Yeah. I mean, I think we all started smoking and cultivating. and Yeah. <laughs> Kind and of like to create, musician. you listen, then yeah. you start playing, and then, and then you start jamming. And that's your whole yeah. life. Yeah, that is. Oh, cheers! <laughs> Thank you. So good. Yeah, um, yeah. No, it's true. Yeah, it's the foundation. Even with um, this legal system, you don't need to overthink things. You just need really good genetics and and healthy yeah. living. Grow media, right? right? Just and make the plant as comfortable as she can yes, be. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, I imagine too. So back in those Prop 215 days, do you remember what kind of cultivars you were growing, or? Well, with that kind of background, I imagine you really enjoyed the garden piece. Yeah, I did. And some strains worked better than others. I tried Granddaddy Purple. That was the worst thing to do in my microclimate, right? Santa Cruz yeah. has a lot of nice microclimates. Yeah. But I really found that uh, Durban Poison. Nice. Jack Herrera. So sativas. Sativas, yeah. yeah. Grapefruit. I did a lot of grapefruit. Ooh, grapefruit. What kind of grapefruit? There's a couple of grapefruit cultivars. Um, Which one was it? There's a Romulan grapefruit we grew once. Uh, this was back in 2009. Nice. <laughs> it's I all forget good. what the parents were. Yeah, it's all good. But, I'm um, just a nerd. The, yeah, uh, I can see how the GDP would be problematic yeah. in the Santa Cruz Mountains because yeah. of our marine layer. Right. Well, you know, once you get up there to a point, the marine layer doesn't have much, it doesn't quite go that of, far of, of effect. But that's the thing. There's so many different microclimates that it's really tricky. Each a lot of genetics work. Yeah. Differently into the different climates. How interesting. But, um, yeah, I won the uh, Cannabis Cup in 2011 with Best the Santa Cruz? Sativa. The Santa Cruz Cannabis Cup? It was a High Times. Oh, heck yeah, man. Congrats. Yeah, I was uh, third place. But That's pretty big. The dispensary I was working with, just as much as I could grow, they're just like, bring more. <laughs> was that so what variety was that that was a durban poison the durban yeah. yeah there were some fans there in san jose yeah awesome um yeah so that's why i kind of just kind of snowballed with uh the industry and got into making edibles and um doing more outdoor indoor organic i once tried a organic Hydro. <laughs> what? So, so break that down. <laughs> you know, I was all about the microorganisms. That, but, no, okay, there you go. It's not happening in it's, hydro. Yeah, it's never. almost like an oxymoron, right? Like yeah. when you say it like that. I tried, though. It's like, it's How interesting. Ended up being a slimy mess. But yeah. <laughs> I like to experiment, though. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's good. You and Ed Rosenthal. Ed Rosenthal, <laughs> to this day, is just doing some crazy experiments. Um which is great. I mean, that's yeah. the way to do it. Oh, yeah. there's. That's I mean, how you learn. That's how you figure. That's how that's you innovate. Right. Yeah, it's really the scientific method, too. A lot of growers. Uh, I've met a lot of growers, and they're all awesome. But some people are like, this is how you do it. True. I'm like, I've worked for a few. Yeah. It's like a thousand ways so many to grow ways. weed <laughs> or any and, kind of plant. And so. when I started growing, you know, for myself and with my family, too, it was just like trying to keep things simple too i mean it is such a it's really about the soil vitality and yeah. keeping things healthy and happy and balanced right um and then eventually it's do nothing farming because it's so if you have good genetics in a nice environment with good yeah. soil there's right. really you just need to let it happen and if you have a good eye for those little spots on those the little leaves, things it's yeah like, oh. I know what that is. I'm going to take care of it within six hours, and then you're good. So true. Are you talking <laughs> oh, about pests? or Yeah, pests. Yeah, or yeah. even, you know, some deficiencies. Some deficiencies. Yeah, that's something yeah. that I need to... 
Always humbled, right? <laughs> Always humbled. Yeah, even in little seedlings right now, I'm seeing a little like, oh, maybe I need to look up at, you know, there's a dark spot there. What's that all about? <laughs> yeah, exactly. She'll teach you, though. She'll tell you what she needs. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It I is very it. cool. I, I love, love it, it too. Yeah, the garden for me has always been the passion. But can you speak to the alchemy side? So, obviously, um, in those Prop 215 eras, we all kind of built our chops in in the garden and built those relationships with the retailers. And uh, but but in in the transition from Prop 215 to Prop 64, there was a need to differentiate to brand. Um, I love your brand. It's oh, such thanks. a cool. Yeah, I really love it. The mountaintops. <laughs> well, Santa Cruz Mountains. I yes. Think it's such a great place. It is a great place. The conditions are so perfect for. They're pretty special. A lot of different um, varieties. Well, and what you said too about the the microclimate. We're the second smallest county in the whole state, yet we have such diverse. Yeah. You know, just such wild. Yep. You know, diversity in, in the microclimates and these little parts of the county that are so distinct. Um, where I'm living now in Bonnie Dune, I, I played a birthday, so I, I'm a musician as well, and I played oh. with a, a roots reggae band. I play bass. Oh, nice. And our, our group's Ancestry, and we were playing up in the base of Moon Rocks, uh, Martin Road. Oh, yeah. And, uh, it was outdoors? It was outdoors. Oh. We were at a, it was like a birthday party. Oh, it was nice. very special. Dear friends of ours. But the the host that brought us over was kind of like even in Bonnie Dune, there's like these little, you know, microclimates and uh-huh. e- even in that road, you know, <laughs> if you cross the street, the Martin and, Road, yeah, you're close <laughs> to the Moon Rocks. It's like this sandy, right. arid, almost like high desert vibe. Mm-hmm. And you go across the street and it's this lush forest, redwood forest, redwood forest, <laughs> totally different fauna, totally different flora. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I mean, I'm just geeking out there, but it, it is, it, I'm still, after so many years, just baffled by that, you know, how diverse things can be in such close proximity yeah. here in Santa, you know, Santa Cruz Mountains are, are pretty special. Yeah, a lot of grape, the grape growers feel the same, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's some nice AVAs. upward drafts from, like, I spent a lot of time in Zianti, and there's a couple of nice wineries up there. They have a nice... I love draft that keeps things dry, but you still got your 50% humidity. It's like it's like ideal <laughs> yeah, it's for ideal. certain cultivars, <laughs> I imagine. Yeah, certain types. That's cool. So yeah. yeah, is that so? Where in the mountains do you love or have roots in? You mentioned Zianti. Yeah, Zianti. That's yeah. it. That's it. So like, I I've lived San, in Bonnie Dune, San Lorenzo Delta. Valley. I've never lived in Boulder Creek. Lots of friends there. I love Boulder Creek. Yeah, uh, there's, uh, Deer Creek Road, which is. Nice hot spot. There's a hot. <laughs> well said. It is a hot spot. I almost, I almost, yeah, I almost got some land out there, but it's just for too, grapes. It's just too hot. Yeah, for grapes. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, no, it's something that is. Uh, yeah, Zianti is something I've always. I thought that was a nice place for us. We were really lucky to kind of manifest Bonnie Dune. Yeah. So when I chose the name of the company, I, I really wanted to represent. You know, there's all this. Uh, hoopla for good reason about Emerald Triangle, that area, Humboldt County, and that's also a really great place yeah. to grow weed, but Santa Cruz is too, and I want to kind of wanted to like, I don't know, represent the growing region of Santa Cruz Mountains. Good specifically SLV, but I don't even know how many licenses there are now, maybe. There's zero. Zero. I, I don't think there's oh any in the San Lorenzo. Well, no, there, that's let me correct myself. Bad. I have a I have a connection with one in Camp Limbald, so yeah. there is a Boulder Creek license. Oh, good. Yeah, and part of that license was because Wham. So Wham in this community has been around 30 oh, years. Yeah. yeah. So Val Corral, <laughs> big ups to Valerie and and Mike Corral and all the Wham members and pioneers. Yes. <laughs> if it weren't for them, no one in the San Lorenzo Valley would have a license. This person that has the license, probably he wouldn't say this, but it was because Wham put their license there for a few seasons and Uh then he was able to get his paperwork. And so, which is great because I don't know of many others. Santa Cruz Mountain, 
because obviously the county wanted it all in South, in, right, yeah, yeah, in Watsonville. Zone. I know. It's <laughs> such a bummer. It's such a bummer when, when there's a, there's an opportunity because I'm from El Dorado County and that's another place that can do some amazing work mm-hmm. for grapes as well. Mm-hmm. Um, amazing blue ribbon vintners out in, uh, Sierra Nevada foothills, in the foothills and, you know, near the American River and, um, but just the politics are just so it's such a challenge yeah you know especially if the regulators don't really want to learn right the potential right like there's so much like we're agricultural county santa cruz yeah same with that same with apple hill it's this little place off of highway 50 where i'm from it's not really a real town it's just this little community of of fruit growers mm-hmm. that have built this legacy of of, of of vineyards and and apple orchards and kind of like Sebastopol or these areas in Santa Rosa or Cor- Coralitas in Santa Cruz, and uh, but it's just unfortunate that the regulators just don't care to learn yeah. the potential of because um, cannabis outdoor cannabis farming is a wonderful way to create jobs, a yeah. wonderful way to create community ta- community and tax revenue and yeah. these farm trails and the passport weekends with the with vineyards. I could see a beautiful synergy of, of of cannabis tourism, which is happening in the Emerald Triangle. Oh, good. Which is happening in these areas that are not quite as nice, I would say. The beauty of the Emerald Triangle traditionally was it was a great place to hide. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it was great for prohibition. Yeah. I don't know if the Lost Coast is the best place for cannabis long term because <laughs> it's a rainforest, right? We're talking yeah. about, you know, some parts of it is just right. not... And you know, there's a, there's a, you know, I'm not, I'm not throwing any punches or anything as far as fighting words about, but I've talked to a lot of Humboldt farmers too, and they admit it. They're like, yeah, you know, maybe, you know, maybe those Sierra Nevada, you know, like a lot of people think the the foothills in the Sierra Nevadas are a, are a wonderful place for cultivation. Mm-hmm. They're undervalued. It just hasn't been discovered quite right. yet because of these. It's the politics. You yeah. Know, they're just too conservative to enable ganja farming. Some regulators don't even want to see the kind of money they could make. They don't want to have anything to it's do with it. It's too bad. It's too bad. Especially after those weird, pan, you know, plague times. We could use that, right? Yeah. I imagine. Uh-huh. I don't know. Anywho, back to the Santa Cruz Mountains. That's what's so special is yeah. um, when I, you know, through this radio show, I, I, I get informed right i get these updates regarding these awards and i told you when you walked in you know i was honored to to judge and when i judged the emerald cup this was a good six weeks investment of me driving up to Laytonville, you know 10 hour sessions smoking cannabis with all these people all day <laughs> people say oh it's a it's a dream job but it's, it's hard work it's hard honestly work. Um, and someone's got to do it. Someone's got to do it. I was very honored to do it. Um, but man, it's a big endeavor to to go through everything. And so, tell me about La Luna and a little bit about this tincture that was recognized. Um, yeah, well, we actually have five different flavors. Tell, us, tell me about them all. And, are we, uh, are yeah, we, actually, I brought yeah, some for you. <laughs> this is my personal stash, so oh, it's not like it's. Illegal to hand no, out no, free no, weed. It's not. Yeah, this is metric compliant, right? We're all good. Well, how beautiful! You're allowed to give cannabis to anyone over 21. That's right. As as you're over 21. That's right. I'm 32, man. I'm good. <laughs> I'm, I'm cleared it. Look at how so, gorgeous. So all you, of our products oh my are. Gosh. Um, okay, this is exciting because I want to talk about. I want to talk about the alchemy, right? This is something that, with your experience at Stanford, with your experience at UCSC. What an interesting story, too, your roots in, in the science, and then you're creating these formulations that yeah. you have to be so... Right. It's the key like thing the, here is I'm seeing everything, the pattern is sublingual. Sublingual, yeah. yeah. So the thing is um, with our company, our brand, is we uh, focus on terpenes. Fantastic. So we've been doing this for since, you know... Props to 15 days. Well, we we were kind of like sativa or indica, which is got it. Oh, you're talking about more sophisticated specific. now. Yeah, yeah. So now, it, I mean, the tinctures are still oh, indica, yeah. sativa, but it's also um, correlated with a strain. I love it. Okay. Oh my gosh. But you can't really 
digest terpenes. Uh, the best way to get them in your system is sublingually. Sublingual. Yeah, so all of our products are sublingual for that reason. Wow, Dave. How yeah. cool, man. <laughs> so you are paying homage to the terpenes yeah. specifically, uh, and you were able to turn traditionally the nose nose. You know, <laughs> you're giving you're giving respect and reverence to something that is traditionally experienced with the flower smelling the flower. I oh, should crack that red bottle. Let's do it. Hair. Let's do it. Because Jack is so loud usually. Yeah, it's got a nice. Let's do this. Pine. Oh man, I wish. Oh, we do. I was like, I wish that we were <laughs> filming this and we we're doing a live stream, right? <laughs> <laughs> How cool. Yeah, uh, this yeah, is a so, big topic of discussion, too, because I'm working with the group, um, you know, education in it. And just thinking about markets in Michigan, Oklahoma, mm-hmm. you know, like they're all hungry to learn. Yeah. So what you're doing with terpenes. Oh, wow. Do you smell it? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> it's that piney. Yeah, it's, uh, exactly. yeah, it's that, that pine jack, jack nose. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's there. It's real subtle. It's kind of like a wine, you know. No, it's there. It's, the profile is there. Blackberry. That Jack is. Um, I but love you, it. When you taste I it, I love it. You don't have to do it now. So you're doing the OC. Okay, so it's coconut uh, oil and oh, sunflower. Oh no, no, it's coconut oil is the main, the MCT oil. Yeah, we have like a. That's the lipid piece, right? Right. So gotta, we, I'm no, I'm trying this. <laughs> I'm not. This is important. That's really strong. Oh, is it? Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> this is, uh, feels good, though. Yeah. I'm an old... But you feel the aftertone? You uh, taste the aftertones of the terpenes? I do. Yeah, it's nice. It's intense, actually. And it's impressive. The coconut oil is MCT, so it doesn't really have too strong of a flavor. It really doesn't. It's more of a warm texture. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It is so Jackie. <laughs> it is so Jack Herrera. That's my favorite, yeah. That is impressive, Dave. I have never experienced a tincture. A lot of the tincture experiences I've had is olive oil. Right. And then it's very grass, you know, it's very herby. Very, I'm also kind of old school in that mm-hmm. Prop 215 approach. And so yeah. we're infusing raw yeah. flowers into like coconut, like raw right. coconut oil. So it's like green. <laughs> so originally our first set of tinctures That's in Prop 215 we used to or I used to uh, use alcohol because a true tincture is actually a medicine soaked in alcohol right that's like a what a tincture is so I used to soak the cannabis trim buds flower in the alcohol and the alcohol would extract both the fat soluble molecules as well as the water soluble molecules so you have like a salad you have everything in the alcohol tincture yeah, well, but then you get that grassy taste and sure the the really the short alcohol. Yeah, plus alcohol plus cannabis. A lot of people of want course. one or the other. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. I mean, I you know I, I'm I'm a fan of of, yeah, of so it all. Yeah, yeah <laughs> but I was very impressed with with the terpene how it it really translated. I mean, I'm actually still having whispers of the end of the <laughs> of that Jack. Yeah. So how impressive with your um oh let me keep knocking my headphones out. Oh um yeah, another benefit of coconut oil versus olive oil is the medium chain triglycerides are a lot easier to digest. In fact, you don't even need bile to break it down. It'll go straight to your small intestine and get absorbed. Whereas wow. like a like a like an olive, olive oil. oil or another kind of fat it it, needs- there's a whole process and they work best if after you eat a fatty meal. But MCT oil or alcohol, it doesn't matter what you eat, kind of it just goes it absorbs in. the same. So you also get a really consistent effect. Effect, yeah. It, oh, it doesn't cool. depend on what you eat. So that's why we went with the, the I mean oil. this does yeah, that jack hair too does have a a feel good effect. Absolutely <laughs> there's a little bit of a sativa there. Oh yeah, we have all these tinctures, but we only entered the La Luna, which is blueberry afku. Oh. And I don't know if people like the name or <laughs> if uh, maybe because it's an indica, but that well, thing sells that so really well. Yeah. Really. And people, I get messages on my website like, oh, my God, 
my husband was in pain and we got rid of our opiates and that's and, important man. yeah it's a no real, i think it's really it's a good it's a really good um testimony um when you this relationship with terpenes your your intentional decisions on the lipid piece this mct oil what you told me about the I mean, how how it is able to be uptaken in the body and how you don't even need that fatty meal. These key components kind of, they really do add up. And the, the entourage effects of terpenes with the cannabinoids, I think we can't speak to that enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and in many ways, we're still babies learning about oh. the science of cannabis. Right. But I think what you're doing with the terpenes is super special. Oh, I was so nervous to do that at first because you were right on all these edible companies are like pineapple or mint they add stuff right food grade but it's always just 90 percent thc distillate right no matter what the flavor was you're always getting the exact same medicine so you're doing like which isn't bad you're doing a very rootsy like mimicking you're essentially taking the essence of the flower in a sublingual form. Yeah, trying to head right in that direction. On, dude. But I was really nervous because uh, at first I went to these buyers at these stores and, you know, we had these chocolates that I would use whole flowers and just soak that in the cocoa butter, right? So it kind of nice. had a weed taste. Of course. And I, I like went to these buyers. coconut oil that I used to make. I still make. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and these buyers like, beer edibles oil. taste like weed. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Isn't Those that are the terpenes. <laughs> and uh, they don't want so, that anymore. Yeah. So the I, got, I was like, what is going on here? So you know, I said, you know what? Screw it. I'm yeah. just going to make these flavored like strains. And I don't know. I like them. You stuck to your roots, <laughs> too. You have Durban. We're not like the, the biggest company, but I like them. You don't need to be. <laughs> well, and this is the beautiful thing in this time. Some of the biggest operators right now are are running out of business. It's tough. I know. I see it left and right. It's really sad. I'm I'm sure you're aware. Yeah. And it's been hard documenting it on the radio every week. It's like, oof, it's tough. And I've been trying to help groups and and working in the space. And it's like pulling teeth just to make a sale. (laughs) You know, it's 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 so hard. Um, it's 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 humbling, right? This is part of this. the dust is settling, and, and a little bit of um, a purge is happening, and a Farmageddon, and we'll, we'll we'll see what happens next year. A lot of people are wondering if this will ever get better, mm-hmm. but I think I've had multiple conversations with multiple breeders, nursery operators, farmers. Um, really excited to speak with you and, and to showcase Santa Cruz Mountaintops, because what you're doing is you're, you're really paying paying reverence and, and homage to the specific components that everyone falls in love with, with like, com- <laughs> like with Jack hair. Exactly. Yeah. And the essence, uh, it's pretty cool. I think in some ways, maybe you were ahead of your time, but now the time is now. Hence, yeah, you're, so hence you're being recognized are. at the Emerald Cup. That's a huge achievement. Uh, I think the other group that won is Care by Design. Huge yeah. group. Oh, yeah. Huge. Huge, right? Big, so like, so good on you, man. I know. I was you like, did the right, yeah, was, you did the right thing. I got an email a couple weeks ago saying, "Yeah, you're gonna win an award." It's like, oh, Whoa. I got fourth, hopefully. Yeah. It's like what? Just a place. Second is Cup. huge. It's just two. It's just me and, uh, and my friend big... Megan. We're the company. <laughs> How cool, Dave? That's right. But That's okay, what's up. this is an interesting thing that I want to bring up on your show. Please do. Okay, we're a Santa Cruz-based company. We have Santa Cruz in our name, our brand. Yeah, you do. I've been in this community for more than three decades. Um, been in the industry for a couple of decades. Or, yeah. Yeah. Um, so do you know where in town you can get our second place award-winning Emerald Cup tincture? Nowhere in Santa Cruz. Zero stores. That's upsetting. Yeah, Not where's the long. community? Like, I hear you. The- not for long. And I can't it's not speak like I don't try. Happens, but there is, so I work with Wham, and we're looking at a non-storefront retail, and we're trying to change all that. Yeah. We, we, we have a license, too, for retail, 
Uh, but it's just so we don't, revenue. It's hard to do the build out. Right, it's hard yeah. to build a dispensary at this time. We I might collab with a group. I'm glad you said that. I'm really glad you said <laughs> that because a lot of people I've had on the show aren't in town. We have so many shops in town. I've had so many great farmers from yeah. all over the state, uh-huh. and none of them are on the shelves at these shops, which is yeah, kind of a sad scenario because a lot of these shops are just outlets selling the cheap weed right. at good prices, yeah, I you mean, know, and just and maybe that's how things are done right now. But I don't think that is the future of this industry. I don't well, think future better come quick. <laughs> you need some help. <laughs> I mean, I'm doing I'm glad right. you we're, brought, yeah. we're low I'm, overhead. I kind of that's the main thing is I would just maintain this yeah. low overhead pattern and yeah. being in the cult. I'm mean, being a cultivator for so long. I've seen, I kind of saw the writing on the wall. The volatile volatility and in the markets too. I lost my um, grow spot because of the new rules, right? So I was like, okay, I'll just collaborate with some other farmers. I know the price is going to go down, so my cost for manufacturing will come down. Nice. Um, do you but, manufacture in the mountain? No, they wouldn't let me do that. Yeah, no, I hear it. I hear it. It's this whole, yeah, kind of gets back to the politics, right, and these ordinances, and, yeah. you know, you got to just do what you got to do and make it work. Well, going back to the retail outlets, there is one store, Santa Cruz Naturals. Their mission statement is that they bring in 70% local small business products, which is awesome, and I can't figure out why none of the other stores do even half that yeah i mean yeah i might be burning my bridge here coming no, down on santa cruz i help hills, open kind people what's up i was employee number one <laughs> at really? kind people's collective oh. yeah i i was it was the owners one of the owners brothers and myself and then i was tasked to build the team mm. and we worked 10 hour days for a month in january 2014 and we opened 3600 socal in February 1st, 2014, and um, that was Prop 215 era. So maybe that was a whole different, you know, like, because things changed a lot. And yeah. I left in 2017 because of pressures to generate revenue mm-hmm. as a result of implementing track and trace and, yeah. you know, just all the burdens of regulation. You know, I was, I was given an opportunity to stay and I decided not to because they wanted to go a different direction and, uh, you know, and terminate things that I had built and, you know, oh, yeah. like compassion programs and things like that. Oh, you, wow. But they're making up for it now. They're doing a really good job with Wham and helping with SB 34. But, uh, but it was a tough time. It was a really tough time. And I tried doing cultivation mm-hmm. and got the temporary license, but just the burden of, it was almost every year you had more things to do and more groups to inspect and oh man and just the cost was just we weren't able to swing it yeah and i wasn't in south county i was in um happy valley beautiful place that's another talk about uh microclimates and amazing place yeah Yeah, it's a gorgeous off of france 40 yeah granite Granite creek (laughs) roads gorgeous property i i really do I, I appreciate the time I had out there and learned a lot, and um, but we couldn't swing it, and uh, it's humble. Service road? Not, no, not no. quite. <laughs> I I know a guy that I almost did something out there too. Uh, there was a couple years there where I was just like pivoting, pivot, 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 you know, because the laws were changing, the ordinance mm. was being written, yeah. things were shifting. It was, and still to this day, I don't know if the dust is quite settled. Yeah, right. I, you know, I don't think so. No, it's not. They're changing on a state level. The cultivation tax is going to go away, which is great. Yeah, but the excise tax is going up. So uh, the retail, the retailers are struggling too, and I understand they want to have, you know, Kiva. If you want to, if you want to buy a cannabis mint, what are your choices? Kiva. That's pretty much it, except for Santa Cruz Naturals. They carry our local products, but um, also Reefside has a lot of our products. Really nice. the reason they don't have the La Luna is because it's sold out. So there you go, right <laughs> on, man. Right I hope on. That's the only store that carries it. You got to go to Big Sur or Sacramento or Central Which Valley. Which also is recognized. The Big Sur is a great yeah, shop. They got first place. Yeah, that's fantastic. Central Coast 
dispensary. That's huge. Some. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like. I'm, they're I'm they're being, really awesome. They're they? awesome. Yeah. Um, Lori, there was a woman that worked with us and and went there before they opened, and I'd like to go visit. I have yet. I'm I'm being humbled lately to to go to more dispensaries to get a little more yeah. immersed in the retail because that's really the ground floor of interacting with the people. You know, it's these retailers are really they hold a lot. Oh, they have all they the have power. all the they power. They can make or break any company. Crazy. But that's heavy, man. I don't want to wish for more retail because then it dilutes their share. I hear you, but, but we need more. Something needs. We need to, more shelf space. Something needs to change. Well, you know, and we just need to continue the course and and stay alive, honestly, because that's really yeah. <laughs> one, one thing in front of the other. Um, I'm gonna keep doing it, even if it's just a hobby. Because I'm so glad you I are. <laughs> well, I think you. I, I still think, have my uh, four banger indoor light. <laughs> Good for you, man. My medical. That's yeah. what's up. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, always. I've never <laughs> stopped growing. It took my wife 10 years to figure it out, and then I was just like, Lex, I love this. <laughs> I'm never going to stop, like, no matter what. And it's 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 a relationship. Yeah. You know, you really do grow with it. Peace through cultivation is a lot with the Santa Cruz Veterans Alliance when they came on the show we're speaking to and yeah. yeah, there's just a you know, there's just something there that is magical. It is, yeah, it's yeah. a great plant. It, it heals is. and also the socio economic effects of the plant have benefited a lot of uh, our community. Just regular people. Regular people, that's so true. <laughs> I mean that's the whole Emerald Triangle. <laughs> it's a, it's unfortunate too because um there is, yeah, it's hard. It's hard times. We need to pivot. We're gathering the wagons. There is some really positive things. I try to keep my mind on right, yeah. what's good, right? What's cool, and what 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 is cool is through these challenges. There's a gathering of the wagons. And there's an, a lot of interesting momentum towards you know coming together and mm-hmm. and and we need this in Santa Cruz. And I think you're 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 really spot on with your commentary of of the lack of santa cruz could do a lot better we could do so so. much better we're supposed to be a lot of people look up to us and we could do better right and they see us as traditionally community oriented town and you're right you're so right and it's something that's top of mind and i have some really great friends too that put a lot of their time and energy in the advocacy on the board of supervisors, on the city level, whether it be Watsonville or Santa Cruz, just amazing advocates. And despite their efforts, it just didn't pan out. Yeah, I went to many. I spent hours and hours in those meetings. Of yeah, we were probably there together. You know, like <laughs> writing letters, writing letters, and doing our two minutes or whatever in the public comment. Basically, telling them how, this is how you do it, and it will be we successful. Made it, yes, because it already is successful. You can't we have someone care. I know. Yeah. Like that was the thing that I'm. I'm. I'm in a similar situation with El Dorado <laughs> County. And I'm remote, right? I'm like 200 miles away being like, man, like, can't you see? Can't you see? But if they don't have the wherewithal to even care to look, yeah. it's it's a tough it's a tough scenario, which makes me – brings me back to this positive – like, well, let me find something – a glimmer here is that, you know, there are groups in California that are organizing that are actually getting things – Accomplished. The mm-hmm. Origins Council is one group that is kind of based in the Northern California, but they are, they've organized groups in all the you know all these different areas across California, and they put this uh, farmers market bill. Oh, AB, that's cool. Yeah, it's really cool. So it's going to help the farms. Yeah. And if we can set a precedent, if that happens, then we can do some other bills. Um, so there is a the, the Rebel Alliance is still alive. Um, I always thought it'd be cool if the cannabis community, I mean, this would never happen because it's so diverse, but um, if everyone can get together, like, you know how OPEC, when they have too much output, they're like, okay, everybody, stop producing oil, right? Whoa, I like that. But isn't that collusion or something? (laughs) Isn't there like, are you Jimmy Hoffa? (laughs) I don't know. I just think there's this dangerous thing is too much weed. I don't know. No, there's never too much weed, but but there is too much weed. Yeah, yes and no. If it wasn't for the black market, a lot of these companies would be out. 
out of business. Yeah, you're right. That's <laughs> another thing. Backdoor packs. Yeah, that is a thing, man. I know, I know. And look at us talking about it. Uh, I'm sorry, I was just someone should talk about it though. No, no, no. I mean, um, it's just something I heard. Exactly. While I was walking down Pacific Avenue. That's, That's right. <laughs> Yeah, the back door. No, it's you're right. The the black. Well, and that's the thing is we would benefit so much. Interstate commerce would solve a lot. This brand. Right. I kind of Dave, think, think we're about all this. For that. Yeah, think about this. Think about this in Arkansas, in Miami, <laughs> in Brooklyn, New York, Santa Cruz mountaintops. Rare. <laughs> I think it's gonna be mind blowing. <laughs> They're like whatever it takes. I want more of that. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, oh, thanks. I'm living, I'm living it right now. It's, it's amazing. One thing that comes to mind in for seasoned people in this space too, there's a, there's all of those like what you were speaking to earlier with. Uh, it's funny that we're getting back. It's like we're we're coming back to we want to taste the weed. Yeah. Right? Because you guys were Swear. saying, oh, it tastes like weed, and that was a bad thing, and now here we are, 2022, and we're like, no, I want to taste the weed, man. Yeah. Like, what's up? This just tastes <laughs> like gummy bears. I want to taste the weed. Like, your stuff is so basic because it has no essence, no soul. But what I just yeah. experienced and what I would, would recommend everyone, wherever you can find it... Um, you know, find these, find Santa Cruz mountaintops, find these sublingual products because what we learned this evening is that sublingual approach, you can experience the terpenes without bringing smoke into your lungs. Mm -hmm. That's important. Yeah. There are so many, um, baby boomer or, or even like, I'm thinking like hospice situations too. Valerie, bless her heart, like Val Corral does a lot and she's hoping to be in this position where end of life, taking care of people. She was with her mother at the very end. It was a, and it was a process. It, you know, that's the thing is to die gracefully is a, is such an honor and a blessing. And what you've created, um, you know, I can't, I can't imagine how much relief. Uh, well, you, you mentioned it, you know, people are, Sending that testimony. Yeah, it's and not it's, everyone feels, can smoke. Not everyone can smoke. Yeah. But what I experienced felt like, wow, that was like a blast of flavor, mm. like a lovely, <laughs> massive joint. It's kind of like a wine, glass of wine meets a yeah. joint somewhere in between. So there. impressive. Yeah, and so smooth, and the effects too, balanced, but immediate, impressive, <laughs> like immediate, but like. We just rocked a radio show while we were chilling. I mean, this is very happy. I'm very, I'm very happy that the universe aligned and we could link on the radio this week. But I've learned a lot too. To, to, to. It's amazing too how cannabis continues to humble me. Yeah. And uh, it's to be, to be, plan. yeah, it is an amazing plan. But, but individuals like yourself and your team. Tell me about your partner. You have a. Yeah, it's just two of a you. couple of us. Yeah. And we will hire, you know, a few some friends support, if we need yeah. some some production work. But just uh, we do the artwork and make the I do like the artwork too. Brainstorm ideas. The aesthetic is super. I mean, you can't talk down on hippies, man. We gotta be proud. <laughs> I love the hippie Believe vibe. Me, I'm not hit. <laughs> right here, <laughs> we're yes. Rapping, we're <laughs> I mean, the Emerald Cup is super rootsy. Although it looked pretty glammy. Did you go down there? Oh, man, I wish. I I went to a wedding, which was That's awesome. That's good. Yeah. Right on. But That's a good reason to I miss it. I was like, oh, really wanted to be there. I'm Did sure you they... Were you there? No, I didn't oh. go. No, I, you know, I have a baby. I oh, wish right. I could. I'm just, <laughs> yeah, I'm not able to go anywhere. I mean, I'm trying to go see Grandpa. I'm trying to go see my parents this weekend, and it's a lot. You oh. know, it's like a lot. Like, to Oh, you know, we gotta figure out the sleeping arrangements. No more rooftop parties. Yeah, no, parties not quite, not quite. <laughs> I mean, we did play Moe's not too long ago, which felt good. Um, you know, yeah. still playing music, but yeah, yeah. It, but it's you know, it's it's just these you know these stages, right? These these chapters of life, and um, 
one constant is the appreciation of the flower and yeah. the appreciation of the craft. And what Back you have craft. here is lovely. Thank this you. is a craft. I appreciate you having beautiful. me on the show. Yeah, no, this is a beautiful experience, beautiful product. I think a lot of people would be like what I'm walking away with and, and what I challenge sublingual creators is bring in those terpenes. Right. Strain-specific yeah, products. medicinal. And there's a lot of research happening now that we don't really understand, but we will. And I, I think, love uh, that. I, I mean, love this idea of strain specific. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, it's a great it's plant. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's what Valerie taught me too. It's like <laughs> all these breeders in the scene. They're like, no, you don't make pollen. This yeah, all, right. It's all, all, all glory goes to the plant. Yeah. I mean, all we're doing is just. Keeping it alive. We're keeping right? it alive. We're we're doing <laughs> the plant's got us trained, you know. We're <laughs> we're, oh, yeah. we're her worker. That, that plant is not going extinct anytime. Oh, we are she's got us wrapped around her finger. <laughs> Which is a beautiful place to be because uh the alternative, I don't know. I'm just happy that every day it's kinda like living in Santa Cruz. You're like, Well, I'm just so grateful that I have I have it now. I may not have it next year, but I have it now. And same with cannabis, working in the space and, and, and building that relationship. Are there any other varieties you would like to deepen your relationship with? Because I see that you have roots with Durban. Yeah. You have roots with Jack. Well, um, I, yeah, I'd love to hear your thoughts on, like, specific cultivars or I found that things for the future for people to look forward to. I did make a Skittles tincture. Whoa, how was that? Um, it's good. Came through? It did Super tastes a little bit like yeah. candy, yeah. But yeah. I, I found that the tinctures are, are more for the wellness crowd. Yeah, for and sure. And a lot of the wellness aficionados are uh, they're kind of old school. They like the old school strains. Nice. Yeah, like nice. Durban, Blueberry Afghoon, Jack. Would you ever consider doing, like, the old land race? Like, would you ever do... One thing that I love about coffee is, okay, I'm trying Africa. Okay, I'm trying Central America. <laughs> right, yeah. Okay, I'm trying South America. What if you had like a tincture line where, okay, here's the Afghans. <laughs> oh, like here's, a special release. Here's the, yeah, here's the Central America. Panama Red. <laughs> yeah, Panama, Mexico, uh, Colombia. Right. Oh, wow. Is it, I'm sure it's out there. I'm growing some in the Wham Garden. <laughs> well, well, yeah, I'll give you my number. Okay, cool. It would be cool. Even uh, if it's just for adults, you know, just for the R&D. I've been working with this distributor who has a farm up in uh, Pescadero. They have this Alala Berry Pie strain. How cool. I love Pescadero. Yeah, totally. But yeah, strains, Berry so pie. many strains, so few. Have you done any extractions or infusions? Not yet. yet. Not okay. Yet, thinking about that I mean, one. the name, yeah, the name alone is, uh, sounds pretty good. Plus, we have Purple Kush. And, oh, that's rootsy. I uh, love the Purple Susie Kush. Susie Q for the, for the CBD. It's uh, a strong trend. one. Yeah. How cool. Mm -hmm. Do you, um, okay, we'll talk offline In the mints, that. we have Cherry Pie, Wedding Cake. I try to pick strains that had sort of flavors. So wedding I, Cake. I add cake hot. flavoring yeah. to the terpenes just to give it a little more How flavor. cool. Uh, that's impressive. A little cherry oil. With the cherry oh, pie Oh, really? <laughs> okay, well, shoot. I'm trying them all. Look, the, this is good. The Blue Dream, that's a that's our most popular. I think it's just a popular strain. Blue it Dream. is. I think to this day, a lot of people... It's from Santa Cruz. It is. Yeah. You're right. We're the home of the haze. <laughs> home of the haze. And, uh, yeah, Blue Dream is... Kind of People's was built on Blue Dream. Really? Yeah, the, the founders were garage growers. Mm-hmm. And uh, Blue Dream was the one. Blue Dream <laughs> was the she was the breadwinner. Oh, that was such a great yielder. And oh, such a great strain. Smelled great. I love it for this. I'm 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 a sun guy. I mean, the indoor stuff is nice when you have a nice setup. Mm -hmm. But I just I just like being outside. It's oh, like my CrossFit. It's like when I work <laughs> out is when I'm growing right. weed. <laughs> Shoveling soil. Yeah, it's the for, best workout. You feel so good, man. It it, it just like labor of love always like mm -hmm. whether it be watering or just yeah just just transferring or whatever it takes I you're once, happy to do it i once did an experiment in a swimming pool where i did outdoor hydro <laughs> no way dude tell me about that how does that work uh, it's like a flood and drain or or it was, lowering things down or 
No, it was just drain, built a deck in the pool and then That's drained it. through the pot to the. Yes. But it was, it's hard to fight the algae. It's a lot of sun. Too much sun. <laughs> Too much sun. <laughs> So you were a fan of hydro, it sounds like. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you liked it. Yeah. You liked like it. It was fun. So what, what kind of style? Because there's a lot of different hydro. Um, I mean, hydro is kind of a general term is all I'm saying. Yeah, hydroponic, I guess. I use cocoa. Cocoa, okay. That was the good yeah. media. That was good. You know, if I forget or if I go out of town for a few days, it's nice to have the cocoa there as a cocoa backup. Cocoa is such of, a good buffer. Yeah. Unlike and the Rockwell, it's like one day, that's it, start over. <laughs> oh, yeah, Rockwell. I have. There's a lot of Santa Cruz that loves the Rockwell. Mm. I like cocoa. Yeah, I think I like cocoa, cocoa is lovely. And it makes a good uh, mulch for the yard. Oh, it heck doesn't have yeah. perlite in it. Totally. My oh, yard's so full you of, just, full of looks like a <laughs> tropical looks like a, Yeah, yeah, you're like Indian cocoa farm. This is so <laughs> cool from India. So, you know, like I had a guy on recently talking about it's like a craft industry in India, the oh. coca coir yeah, the whole, yeah, they just make it work. Oh, those containers are can you teach me? Uh, teach me? I'm, I'm child a, resistant, I'm, senior friendly. Yes, I'm a <laughs> I'm a child. I can't get in. You have to uh, just press all three tabs at the same. Got time. it, got it. It's like a squeeze thing. Yeah, it's got the turps, huh? Yeah, that batch is. Yeah, that's nice. That batch is coming on a year, but there's still. It's still there. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding? No, it tastes great. Maybe I'll take one for the road. Oh, please do. <laughs> take a view. Try some of this one, too. <laughs> I keep losing my headphones. Well, well, congratulations again. Thanks. I appreciate it. I'm this is awesome. It's a little bit of pleasant surprise to get second place. But we'll see. I... What does that translate to? I don't know. I guess I'll find out. Nothing. Everyone I know that's <laughs> been recognized, there's there's momentum. Okay, good. It is what you make it to. All right. So this is oh. the beginning. We recorded this interview. I hope I wasn't too loose. <laughs> but uh, on my other radio show, I say, well, keep it loose if you keep it locked. You know, <laughs> tune in. Because um, the reality is, it's just the beginning. And it's nice to see Santa Cruz on that on that sheet of award winners so congrats that's a big thanks you know you're doing something right yeah keep going and all these little victories keep are treading water yeah you gotta keep treading <laughs> we'll take whatever we can get and, and, and in some ways your success is giving our community some love too you know yeah. to see santa cruz on a right right yeah. you know yeah. like that's something that i think i was hoping to support the cause when i read and i was like oh santa cruz mountaintops well hopefully they're up for it. it's kind of last minute but maybe they'll come on the radio and and the more we spoke tonight the more i realized wow i'm really excited to connect with this product as well and i think a lot of our listeners would love to check out these tinctures and to check out the mints because a raw terpene profile after you take that sublingually and you open your mouth and you feel that full flavor and essence of the jack hair that was really special, man. Oh, cool. Thank you, Dave. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks. Well done. And thank you, Santa Cruz. Have a wonderful weekend. I'm Smiley Green. Tune in next week to The Cannabis Connection in Santa Cruz Cannabis Talk Radio.